When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm covering some of the harder things in life, like how to embark on a difficult conversation, which is today's topic, or getting used to chatting with people again after a pandemic, or how to apologize, which I covered on Tuesday. I wanted to devote time to these types of things because they are big invitations to become that better version of yourself, to take this idea of being better and actually making it real. Today's big idea is that there are invariably going to be times when you need to talk about something with someone and you are not going to want to do it because it has the potential to be awkward or angry making or just emotional in general. But an issue that's not addressed doesn't go away. It festers. It goes underground and it gets bigger. This episode is particularly written for the peacekeepers out there of which I am totally, totally one. There were decades of my life when I would rather eat a cup of dirt than bring up anything remotely uncomfortable. So if the thought of having a potentially difficult conversation makes you sweat blood, (laughs) I see you. But here's the thing. When you have a game plan going in, initiating difficult conversations isn't quite so scary. And since you won't be in total anxiety fear mode, it's likely to go a lot better. Something to keep in mind is that just because you're ready to talk about this thing doesn't mean the other person is in the same moment that you are. And you do want them to be open to the conversation. So here's a great opening line. Hey, there's something I'd like to talk to you about. Is now a good time? You've got to get buy-in from the other person at every step of the way. Because when you're continually checking in with them, and they are essentially saying, yes, I'm ready to listen, I want to keep talking, it shifts the energy in the conversation in a huge, huge way. Then you're not talking at them. You're engaging in a dialogue. And I have a formula to help you keep it in the realm of dialogue and authentic sharing. You can remember it with the acronym CRAWL. After all, if you want to be able to walk away from a conversation feeling good about how you handled it, well, you can crawl your way into it. I've shared this in at least one other episode, but it's so helpful that I'm sharing it again. The C in crawl stands for connect. This is when you say something that reminds you both that you're on the same page. Something like, hey, you know, you really mean a lot to me and I'm thankful that you're willing to talk through this with me. The R is for relate. This is where you share something in your physical experience, not necessarily what you think, because someone can refute what you think, but they can't deny how you feel in your body. 
So you say something like, whenever I think about how things have been strained between us, I feel like an elephant is sitting on my chest. I'm feeling really sad about it. Then the A is for ask. Okay, this is pretty self-explanatory, but you ask them a question such as, how has it been for you? The W is wait. And that means the next thing you do is nothing. You stop talking and you give them some space to respond. Count to 10 or even 20 in your head if you need to. This is how you invite them to share their experience. And the L is for listen, which means you listen to what they have to say when they do start talking. And I mean really listen, not just stay quiet while they talk. Listening requires being open and receptive and non-judgmental. Because if you're busy refuting what they're saying in your head, you're not listening. A quick little tip to help you listen is to focus your attention on their mouth. Literally, watch their lips move. You can even lean in a little bit. That body language demonstrates that you're listening, which encourages them to share more. Once they've answered your question, you start again at C. Connect to them by saying back to them something that you heard them say. Maybe you could say, oh, I see, you've been feeling weird about it too. And then go back through the rest of the cycle. To really make the most of this conversation, make it your mission to relate your experience and ask for feedback instead of trying to control the outcome. This is what we try and do when we think about having a difficult conversation. We're trying to figure out how to get the other person to see it our way or to do what we want them to do. And secretly, we know that the chances of this are very small and therefore we don't want to do it because we don't want to fail. But if you make it your mission just to relate your experience, well, it's much harder to fail at that. And when you are relating your experience and inviting them to share theirs, you can both collaborate your way to some sort of resolution. And in my experience, when you do that, you end up somewhere different and better than you would if you had scripted every bit of the conversation, which is impossible to do anyway. When this tough conversation is over and you have related your experience and invited them to connect and share their experience, man, do you feel relieved afterward? Not only did you share your piece, but you learned what the other person has been thinking too, which I promise you is different than what you think they've been thinking. Also, you were brave and you strengthened your relationship. And just keep in the back of your mind that if the conversation feels really, really scary and you're not sure you can handle it on your own, you can ask the other person if they'd be willing to see a therapist with you. I have had the incredible fortune to go to a therapist with each of my parents separately. And having someone else in the room who is a skilled communicator was just incredibly helpful and valuable. I highly recommend it. Your tiny assignment is to use crawl in some simple, low-stakes conversation at some point in the next 24 hours. It could be asking your kid how her day was at school. The formula still works. And just to refresh your memory, it's connect, relate, ask, wait, listen, and then you start again. This way, if you practice now, the next time you have to bring up something more intense with someone, you've got some muscle memory to rely on. And tune in tomorrow when I'm covering how to get back in the swing of talking to other people in real life, something we've all gotten rusty at and will invariably be doing more and more in the weeks and months to come. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. 
Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 